0: Hey everyone, welcome to Way of Life podcast, where we firmly believe that everyone picks a way in life and what way you pick is extremely important and directly affects how you live. In this podcast, we seek to interview people from all around Australia and beyond on life's most important topics. Whether you're a Christian, a skeptic, or someone with a whole heap of questions, this podcast is for you. My name is Matt, a pastor living in Brisbane, Australia. This is Way of Life Podcast. Feel free to come sit down. We're gonna finish off tonight with a bit of Q and A. We've got some questions, uh, some good questions that have come on through. Um, So, uh, Letitia, first question we've got: if you have a friend or a partner who's currently addicted to porn or has been in the past, how do you create kind of a healthy communication dialogue in that kind of scenario?
1: Yeah. The only way, I <laughs> think, it's you just got to start the conversation. Yeah. If they're not willing to talk about it, I think that's a big sign. And mm. um, again, I've never been in this position um, myself, but from the book I've just read, um, yeah. if they're not willing to be open about it and actually get real help and show some serious signs, there's mm. probably not too much hope, sadly. Yeah. And again, that's been story after story. Uh, even when they thought they'd had good, honest conversations, that. Behind porn is always deceit, <laughs> manipulation, mm. selfishness, um, greed. Yep. Uh, a lot of these guys were embezzling money. They were having affairs. Wow. So um, I think you've got to really lay it out. On This is not something just to mess with slowly or hopefully, but um, I would even almost encourage breaking it off until the partner can get help, whether yeah, it's a male okay. or female. Yeah. Um, because you, you're not going to... Quite often the women... Um, we think we're going to rescue the man because Mm -hmm. that's how we're wired a little bit Um, but it just doesn't work that way unfortunately so um i I would even suggest breaking it off for a time if you're not married um and if you are then there's got to be some serious um some real serious (laughs) uh interaction and
0: absolutely so if someone is kind of um quite open with it I guess that was half the battle wouldn't it be
1: yep I mean again the stories are he says he'll go to counseling and he does twice but then he stops you know or he's lying about going and um, unfortunately it's you know and this is a whole range of women from different ages and uh, backgrounds so it hasn't yeah yeah not one of them it ended well yeah now I do have friends out there where it has ended well and the yep. man has been serious and really repented and yeah. gotten help or the woman as well. Yep. Um, and so it can,
0: but it takes a lot of serious
1: hard work.
0: Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Um, another question we've got is, are there actual behavioural signs that might cue, uh, cue you onto that, like someone is accessing yes. pornography?
1: Yeah, uh, definitely withdrawing. Um, Uh, you know saying there i mean one woman mentioned how he was always going to the toilet for long times (laughs) and he actually blamed it on uh his stomach and made up this whole big story that had stomach issues and took her to the doctor to get all this and he did this whole big story around it um putting locks on doors um is is another sign Uh, i think you know hiding your phone whenever um, someone walks into the room, mm. is they getting angry? I think porn and anger is something that just seems yeah, to... Okay. Or suddenly um, they're demanding weird and wonderful sex, um, things that you're not comfortable with. Makes sense. Um, I actually had a woman told me last year she knew he was starting to watch porn because sex started getting really rough. And wow. He, um, and, again, this, these were Christians. And That's so, tragic. Yeah. Um, so there's those little tell time signs are, you know the women in the book because at the end of every chapter they give advice and yeah. um, most of them said trust your intuition and yeah. women are very intuitive mm. <laughs> uh, and so don't and quite often the man would lie or try and cover it up and they'd think oh that's odd or they'd put it back on her trust your intuition
0: yeah no, that's good advice good advice is it profitable to get the state involved to restrict uh, a voluntary action, as Christians, uh, should we be looking for the state to fix what is a heart problem?
1: Yeah, I think you do both, because <laughs> um, uh, God puts leaders in there, um, yeah. and so there's legislation. I mean, the the original role of politics were to legislate, you know, godly stuff. Our, our nation was built yeah. on godly principles, but we've yeah. gone so far away from that. Um, but if I can get work with a politician to legislate that um, porn websites should not be for anyone under 18 uh, and and some nations have done that and where the porn sites aren't proving that they're aligning with that they will just shut down that porn site yeah right Um, so there's some good things happening out there so we definitely have got to do both yeah
0: yeah do both um how do councillors manage to get it so wrong to teach porn as a positive thing? That is a good question, I had thought that.
1: (laughs) Yes, um, they obviously don't see the issue with it. Mm. (laughs) I mean, there's, I have, we used to, I used to speak at a conference in Melbourne. It was called the Australian Summit to End Sexual Exploitation. It was run at the Melbourne University. So there was a whole range of um, non-Christians, Christians, feminists, everybody there. And we would have people from the sex industry standing outside. Like we had to have police escorts to get in uh, to protect us because there were people out there who hated that we were talking about how to shut them down or how to protect children. Uh, So there's people out there willing to die. Um, for the sex industry. (laughs) Again, a lot of it's money driven. So one woman um, broke in, even though we had all these police outside, one woman broke into the conference and excuse my language, but she was holding a sign that said, uh, blow jobs are real jobs. Wow. You know, this young this That's young woman, horrible. and she got arrested, and she was willing, you know, to go to court for it. So there's there's whole groups out there. No. I mean, the enemy's deceptive, isn't it? Absolutely. The Bible talks about, you know, a veil over our mm-hmm. eyes. Um, and so it's, yeah, you think, how can people promote evil? Mm. Um, it's, yeah, it blows my mind away. <laughs> That's
0: crazy. It's nuts that that could be in a, in a counselling session as well. You'd think that'd be, like, one of the more safer places to to get advice of how to get away from this kind of behaviour. Yeah,
1: no, it is nuts.
0: It is crazy. So
1: you do need to make sure that um, the counsellor you go to is going <laughs> to got the same values as you. Yeah,
0: absolutely. That is quite a, a big thing in our time, actually. I mm-hmm. think it's really quite uh, important to, to find out who you're actually being counselled from or whatever your psychologist is uh, believes. Um, Next question. So this isn't a promotion of porn, but I'm curious as Christians, how do we respond that folks involved in the industry are acting voluntarily?
1: How do we respond to them who are acting voluntarily?
0: Yeah, in the industry. How do we respond to someone who's in the industry and they've said that they Um,
1: That it was their choice. Yeah, Yeah. I imagine
0: that's what the question, that's what I'm going to go with.
1: Yes, and again, that's an argument that gets thrown at me all the time. These women, they get paid big money, it's their choice. Mm. Um, It's empowering, it's, you know, they get to travel the world. Um, Now, from my experience, the women in the industry will try and convince, they're trying to convince themselves that this is great and it's amazing. The minute they're out, you get the full story. And I've spoken to people on both sides. <laughs> yeah. Um, now the deal with, um, especially say the women in our brothel or strip club, 90% of women in the sex industry have actually been abused themselves. Mm. So, you know, you say it's their choice. Well, actually that choice was taken away a long time. And so yeah. now they're going, well, I may as well just go and get paid to be abused. Or they think that what they're doing is actually power over men. So Mm. I'm going to really go out there and, you know, this is my chance to um, show my power. Mm. Um, So, you know, and when I'm at our strip club, we just we go in there every couple of weeks and the manager loves us and we take a platter of food and just sit with these women and they're beautiful. And um, they all have a story and you just listen and you love. Um, I don't tell them they're going to hell or there's something wrong with them. And when you hear their stories, you can understand why they're in there. Yeah. Um, and again, no one, none of them are going, huh, none of them are growing up in stable families who are going, this is my life choice and I've thought about this carefully and here yeah. I am. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I think if I went out on the floor, which I don't, and talked to all the men out there, <laughs> they would all have a broken story as Absolutely. well. Absolutely. Sometimes I wish I could take Christian men in there or have them out the front door because they're broken men too. Yeah. Um, and so it's just a really broken industry, isn't it? Absolutely. So, um, yeah.
0: So you're basically saying that quite often it isn't very voluntary. Um, but And when it, they have, often there's really harsh, bad stories of how they probably shouldn't have done it.
1: Yeah, can I tell you? Uh, this quick story um, yeah. again because we're in and out of our brothel and doing the same thing and we built a brilliant relationship with our brothel manager yeah so I decided that one um, of our city women breakfast the organization I run it's you know I invite women from all different churches to come and keep hearing what's in our city and what we can do yeah. I decided to make my key speaker the brothel manager wow. um, and I said just come Nola and just tell us about how our team has been supporting you at the brothel um, and, wow. I, and I did it because I want to humanise them because they're beautiful. Yeah. And um, anyway, she got up and she said, before you ladies call forth fire from hell on me, because <laughs> that's what they think Christians yeah. are going to do. She said, let me just tell you my story. Mm. She said, I was adopted into a pedophile ring. Uh, right here in Australia as a young girl, um, abused, mm. um, became pregnant as a young teenage girl, had four sons in her teenage years, all with disabilities. She's just trying to survive. She said, so, of course, you know, I'm going to go to the brothel. Um, mm. <laughs> that's, I'm going to go right. and get paid. So that's her story. Uh, she became a great friend and actually a real spokeswoman for City Free From Porn. She refused to show porn in the... Quite often in brothel waiting rooms, they have porn there to kind of get the men ready. Yeah. She would refuse to show it because she said men would be w- way more violent um, wow. with the women. So, um, yeah, that's oh, the, right. everyone's got a story. Yeah. Right? And there's evil everywhere.
0: That's horrible. But mm. so cool that you're able to kind of work alongside yeah, that. What an absolutely. opportunity. Absolutely.
1: <laughs> uh, look, we, we, we judge these people and point fingers, but they're um, beautiful people that Jesus wants to reach.
0: Absolutely. I think we've got two more. Um, How do you personally manage any persecution uh, per se or negative feedback or hurtful comments um, from people in society for for what you're doing?
1: Yes. um, Generally, (laughs) most of the um, bad comments seem to come from men who love porn and who's brains have shrunk a little bit. (laughs) I just read their comments and go, this doesn't even make sense, you know. (laughs) Um, Look, there's been some death threats, which I don't know how serious they are, but again, because I'm good friends with the police in our city, I just send them on and they say, yep, keep sending them through, keep making us aware. Um, I've had stuff sent to me in the mail. um, But look, generally, you know, most of it is um, just again the enemy you always think of the story of goliath david and goliath the enemy always comes out and intimidates and he mm. roars a loud roar but um doesn't follow up with too much um so look it's i always get a bit nervous when i'm not getting persecuted because you're like why is it so <laughs> like, what's quiet what's happening <laughs> yeah. where are they are they having a secret meeting <laughs> i mean we've had whole when we do our rallies we do a big facebook invite to invite people but we've had a counter facebook groups start you know storm the city free from porn rally you know and there and you read all their comments and you read and you do go oh my gosh this and so i call the police and make sure we do (laughs) have them on alert but they don't show up and then we've had a facebook group called a city free from corn (laughs) Corn? started yeah they decided that they want a city free from corn so it's funny to see (laughs) the um idiots out there who (laughs) have no better time (laughs) so um they don't like
0: their corn um, yeah, uh, I have one more question and um, how do you think the kind of breakdown of the family unit and like traditional marriages kind of played into this at all
1: yeah well is it the chicken before the egg or you know it's kind of, porn's had a huge role in the breakdown of family yeah um, I think so much goes back to fatherhood um, mm-hmm. and unfortunately we lack good fathers, mm-hmm. um, men of integrity uh, I've got a dad who's um, been married to my mum for 55 years. Yeah, that's awesome. Five children, 15 grandchildren, six great-grandchildren. Um, and, you know, uh, men are either protectors or predators. And unfortunately, the porn industry has turned them into predators. Mm. Uh, but men who protect, like my dad and my brothers, um, I've never experienced abuse because I've grown up in a community where the women are protected um, and yeah. where the men are men. Mm. Um, and doesn't say that they haven't struggled with these issues, but they've sought help, they've been honest and open. Yeah. So um, I think a lot of responsibility does come back um, to man. Yep. And the Bible says he's the head of the home, but he gets to lay down his life as Christ mm. laid down his life for the, f- for the family. And Dad's Absolutely. always said his job is to make sure our family flourishes. Absolutely. Um, and so I think when we see that happen, and, and again, just so much has got messed up, um, even the, I mean, the feminists have a lot to um, answer for in belittling men and breaking them down. Um, mm. We're not on about that. Yep. Uh, even though this, you know, would seem like it's more of a man's issue, but um, I just think we need um, good men mm. to lead their families, lead absolutely. the communities, um, together with women. We, yeah, we we do it together. Hey, yeah. um, but unfortunately porn and the prevalence of uh, phones and the internet is just rampant and our young children I mean we're grooming the next generation of um violent men right now starting from the age of eight is the eight Eight, eight to 11 is the age of exposure to porn far out that's
0: tragic yeah it is tragic hence why we need to have these conversations um
1: that's why families have got to be on the forefront
0: oh that's good Thank you, Letitia, yeah, and thank pleasure. you for answering those questions on the fly. Thanks yeah. for coming us in, in person, and uh, thanks, for, yeah. thanks for this. It's been, it's been really good. Uh, big it. topic, but um, one very worthwhile chatting about. Um, so if you guys, uh, we're going to finish up now. So if you're wanting to chat to Letitia, she'll be here for a little bit. Um, she's got some books available as well. Um, I know that sometimes questions aren't always the kind of questions that you'd ask in front of everyone. So Mm. I'm sure um, she'd love to hear some of your questions and thoughts. Um, uh, But us as a church as well, just so you guys know. um, And if you're online, you're more than welcome to reach out to us as well. But if if you're struggling, we're more than happy to try and be some part of... Uh, helping you in this journey um, away from pornography, um, but thank you again, Latisha. Uh, Pleasure. Let's give her a hand, hey. <laughs> thank you. Thank you.